Welcome to The Healing Art of Being You. Today we're joined by Nicole Short, a passionate healthcare professional who believes in the power of collaborative care and becoming attuned to your body. As a chiropractor, Nicole has helped countless patients alleviate pain and improve their overall health by using a holistic approach that considers not just the symptoms, but the underlying causes of their conditions. In this episode, we share insights on how true healing comes from working collaboratively with other specialists to treat the body as a whole, examining the intersection of the physical body, mind, and spirit. And with that, let's get started. I am Chelsea Dameron. This is Allison Ingley, and we have our dear friend Nicole Short with us here today. So I am a chiropractor, and I, you want the long story, I grew up in Cincinnati, and I moved to Columbus uh, to go to Ohio State, where I studied nutrition. Um, While I was at Ohio State, I met my now husband, Jay. We both studied nutrition. He went on the path to study dietetics, and I went to St. Louis to study in chiropractic school, where I got my doctorate in chiropractic and master's in sports rehab. And I moved back to Columbus because Jay was still here and we eventually got married and opened our practice together. And we now have a practice here um, outside of Columbus in Dublin, Ohio called Rise Chiropractic and Nutrition, where we really focus on working with active families to help them live a lifestyle they love and help them understand and create a life that is practical for them, but is holistic and actually hears them and sees them and not just puts them kind of like in the box that sometimes modern medicine puts us in. I love that. You're insanely concise with your story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Bravo. Bravo. Now, can you tell us a little bit about how you, how what chiropractor is? Like, when you're talking to just anybody on the street, somebody who does not have any medical background, what is the, like, chiropractor for dummies version of what you do? Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of versions out there about, like, what chiropractic is. Um, but the actual like essence of chiropractic is affecting the way the, that the brain and the body talk to one another. So it really has a lot to do with enhancing and optimizing the brain-body connection. So it can look like a lot of different things. Like I was reading a book the other day and just like it said, some quote along the lines of like, the results of chiropractic are endless. And I felt like that was so true because when the brain and body are talking to one another, there's so many different things happen. Like you might experience less pain. So think that's oftentimes what chiropractors are most known for in like the medical world. Like we help neck pain, back pain, headaches, those types of things. But beyond that, as the body actually starts to heal and function as it's supposed to, people notice more calmness in their life, less digestive distress, um, better sleep, more energy, so many, so many different things. So chiropractic, really long story short, helps brain and body talk better so that you can live better. I love that. Love that. What do you think makes your specific practice and your specific work unique? So I'm trained in a lot of different techniques. There's actually well over 100 different chiropractic techniques, um, different ways to analyze the body. You can look at how the body moves, how the brain and body are talking to each other through scans or things like that. But I feel like my practice is very energetic based. I really, I feel like I use my intuition a lot. I read the body. I pick up on what the patient in front of me is thinking and saying and sometimes I can feel that they need care that's going to be more energizing or other times I can feel that they need care that's going to be slower and calm them down um, and with 
with the energy that I pick up, I'm able to kind of customize their care and give them what their body actually needs to heal. And so each visit is different. Um, and, you know, each no one gets the same adjustment two times. We really like to kind of openly look at the body um, so that you can get the care that you really need. Mm-hmm. I always tell my patients when I, because, you know, we obviously met a couple years ago. Um, Nicole was the first chiropractor that I met that, like, blew my mind because, um, Growing up as an adult in the in the PT world, there's always been this like push against PTs and chiropractors. It's kind of like battle back and forth, mm-hmm. and um, it's always just been like a very negative environment. So when you reached out and you're like, "Hey, I would love to meet you," I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" And when we met, I was just like, "Holy cow! Like this person is an amazing human, and like a lot of what she's saying is like stuff that like my patients need that I'm not equipped to deal with, you know." And so that kind of started our relationship of like working together. And um, when I tell my patients, like, hey, I really, like, I really think that you need to go see Nicole, and they're like, well, you know, I, I have somebody that I work with already, and I'm like, totally fine. How has your experience been so far? You know, have you been getting better? Like, what's the plan here? Because what I found, what I've heard back from people is that, like, it seems like there's chiropractors on the spectrum of, like, the snap, crack, pop, they see you for three minutes, they mobilize you because mm-hmm. you're stuck. And then there's... On the other end, like, there's a chiropractor who, like, we can cure your cancer. And I was like, there's just so much in between there. Mm-hmm. So I tell my patients, like, the thing with Nicole is that, like, while I'm teaching you how to relax the body or how to strengthen the body or to do these things, you know, like, deep-seated, sometimes there's a connection that's happening from, like, the spinal cord or in the brain to the rest of the body that it's not getting through. I'm like, that's not the stuff that I do. That's the stuff that she does. And I always tell them about how, like, when I was on your table and I lifted my leg up on one side and on the other side, and you're like, is one of those harder? Knowing full well that you absolutely knew the answer. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's actually harder on this side. And you're like, okay. And you did your little clicky-clicky thing. And then all of a sudden my leg could just, like, work again. And so it was like, you know, the, a lot of the results, I mean, yes, of course, it's a it's a process, but a lot of the results can be a lot quicker. But I always tell people, like, it's just kind of this she sees the body in a different way than I see the body and what I've heard back from my patients is that like the people who work with you exclusively and the people who work with me exclusively the people who work with both of us get so much better so much faster for such a longer period of time because it's just like helping solidify those patterns I can attest (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I I feel like patients like definitely tell us that and it's a lot of it from my perspective because we're really retraining those neurological reflexes yeah And so my master's is in rehab, so I'm definitely not a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. I actually really do not enjoy rehabbing, (laughs) Um, but the knowledge really helps me understand like how to work with PTs and what sets us apart. And you know, the chiropractor in me just really wants to help the brain and body talk to each other optimally. Mm -hmm. Very simplified version, it's like, a game of telephone like if you sat in a circle a whole bunch of kids like you know the first person says like chicken noodle soup and at the <laughs> end like it's not chicken noodle soup then you're not the connection's not getting there it doesn't actually mean that the nerve is pinched or you know things like that but the cells can't function without proper nutrition and proper information coming from the brain they don't know what they're supposed to be doing hormones aren't being released when they're supposed to and it just affects overall function so if your brain can tell your muscle to contract or relax or to do whatever the thing is the PT work or mm-hmm. the massage work or whatever else you are doing is just going to be better yes totally agree with that it makes it so much more effective and it lasts longer and it was like and it was so evident for me when I when I started working with you as a patient and I was like you know 
I did my, for any weightlifters out there, you know there's no such thing as like a quick lift. Um, you have to like properly mobilize first and prep first and do all this stuff and being a busy mom who was trying to cram too many things into one day and I did a quote quick lift with some power cleans, which was just a really, really smart idea from my perspective. Um, and I injured myself and I did all of the stuff that I would typically do. I did all of my low back stuff, all of my hip stuff. I got my pelvic wand out. I was working on my pelvic floor. I did all the things. And six weeks later, I was still having pain. And I was like, okay, there's something going on here. That's an issue, which is when I called you. And it was like, yeah, there's an issue here. And that's when you kind of did all your thing. And then all of a sudden the stuff that I was trying to do was actually doing what I wanted it to do. And so that's why I feel like I can speak to my patients about like, this is why Nicole is going to be a great option for you. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people stress out or wonder like, like, why does this happen? Like, why is my brain not talking to my body correctly? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like there's the obvious answers of like, well, it could be stuff in your past or it could be an injury or whatever. But like I, the way I explain to my patients is it's stress, like some level of stress and the brain is very, very smart, but it can't differentiate between the different types of stress. Mm -hmm. It can't differentiate if it's stress because you physically sat in your chair for eight hours a day at work with bad posture because you lifted, you know, like you did with the cleans at the gym and weightlifting. If it's emotional stress, like look outside, it's like kind of stressful out there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your brain can't differentiate that and it can be environmental too. Like, what are you eating? What's in your environment? Are you burning candles? Are you eating stuff like wrapped in plastic? Like your body has to take in all of that information and nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect. We cannot eliminate all the stressors, but it's about helping your body become more resilient to the stressors around you so that you can stay stronger and more stable and all the things that you're doing can just be improved. Did you, when you went into chiropractic care, did you know that this was the route that you were going to take or do you feel like it evolved over time? No idea. <laughs> yeah, none. I mean, like if you were in school, you'd be like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, I, so I studied nutrition at Ohio State and I, like I knew I loved the human body and I actually, I thought I wanted to go to PT school. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I thought I wanted to do. I would have been happy to have you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I worked at the like student um, PT clinic at Ohio State for three years. Like I, they, there was a clinic that if you were a student and you got injured and you had to rehab something, like this is where you went. And so I worked there for three years and I hated it. Like I was so <laughs> bored. Um, and at the time, like, you know, things have changed, but at the time like you, you had a master's degree to be a PT. It was very driven by what the MD was saying. Mm -hmm. PTs didn't have a ton of decision-making and yep. that has since changed a lot. And so I think that I would have been happier now looking at it. But back then I was like, I can't be told what to do. Mm -hmm. um, this will not work for me. This does not, I can't use my brain in the way that I want to and mm -hmm. should. Mm -hmm. So I really- Hence your own practice, I get it. <laughs> practice. Yeah. So um, much of what you're saying, I'm like, yep, check box, check, check box, same mm -hmm. here. Yep. Um, so yeah, I. You know, I have always loved holistic health. I, I have my own story of like being not healthy. I was very sick in college. I had a lot of um, chronic stuff going on, just like immune system, mono, CMB. Just was, I was probably the sickest I've ever been. And I knew that I didn't want to live this like round the clock, like I'm taking medication all the time thing. Um, like there had to be a better and different way. And so when I went to chiropractic school, I got under a chiropractor here and there. And my cousin, I have a cousin who's a chiropractor and was like, you should really check it out. So I shadowed, but I kind of went to school on a whim mm -hmm. and was like, I think there's like the possibility for this like holistic thing. 
maybe, I don't know. And I did something I never thought I'd do is like move across the country and I knew literally nobody. I had a random roommate in St. Louis. Um, it turned out to be fine and great, but I had no idea that chiropractic did what it did when I went to chiropractic school. Mm. And I have my master's in rehab because I went there thinking like, I'm gonna be a better version of PT. Like I want to have this degree so that I can like be a body movement specialist and like, it's great. I'm glad that I have it. It's taught me a lot, but I don't use it in the way that I might use other like certifications that like my pregnancy and mm -hmm. postpartum certifications and my pediatric stuff. I use that stuff way more and refer out for PT a lot. Mm -hmm. Did you know when you were thinking holistic care, mm -hmm. did you know that it would have as much to do with mindset as it did? Because no. I did not. No. When I would think holistic care, no. I would be like eating good things and moving your body. Crunchy granola. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, I would not, I did not think that, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think maybe I, in, in some place, I thought, oh, maybe like a therapist, like there's yes. room for a therapist right. on the team. Yep. Um, but I don't think I realized like how big, it's not just a therapist, like mm -hmm. how much mindset work I have to do with patients. And mm -hmm. and it's not, it's not a convincing thing. It's just walking somebody through. Yeah. Um, and like we were talking about earlier before we started recording, just like communication. like. We, communication has got so bad in general, just like people to people, but we're not listening to our own bodies. Mm -hmm. And so just building that mindset piece and learning to actually like listen to what your body is telling you. I mean, it's just, it's so important. Mm -hmm. What is your body telling you and how does it speak to you? Um, it takes practice to listen to it. Um, right now my body tells me like, I'm happy, I'm calm, I'm in like in a relaxed environment. But it's listening to just like, how do you feel? Like what what emotions do you have? Um, what are those feelings like? And then really taking those and you know thinking like, okay, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And if you don't like that, then that's okay. But like, what do you wanna do about it? Mm -hmm. How do you wanna change either the circumstance that you're in or the way that you're thinking about it? Because um, nothing is set in stone. It's all, it's, everything is created in your brain. Mm -hmm. So it's all about you know helping your brain navigate things and giving it some direction as to where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think you can appreciate this. I was telling Chelsea this earlier today because you you work with my son, so you kind of know what his body is like, and he's just this tightly bound, coiled, young, athletic little kiddo. And last night he was having an emotional evening, and he asked if we could go have a private conversation, which I thought was great that he pulled that that out and said like, "Hey, I really want to have a private conversation." We went upstairs, and we talked about a few things, and he was just really upset about some of the events of the day. And I will be completely honest, I did not handle the events well, the way I would have liked to, and that made it worse for him. And so we were talking about it, and he was crying, verbalizing the things that had made him so upset. And he, in this moment, was like, I just have a really hard time expressing my emotions. <laughs> and it was the sweetest little Aww. thing, but like after he like was able to say all the things that were bothering him, you could just see his body just go, <sighs> and it just like relaxed mm -hmm. and he had said I always feel like I'm a really happy person until I'm not and then I get so upset and it's like okay so like you say learning how to listen to these things mm -hmm. because yes you can be a very happy person and all these little things can be happening and building up both of those things can be true and so it was just interesting because I was like oh you can just literally see the tension melt from your body and how much of this are you holding on to on a regular basis that we're going to Nicole and be like can we, can we help him out here <laughs> because this poor kid is like wound up right so. and that's the emotional stress that I was talking yeah. about like it it stays within the body and like you know 
having a conversation, crying, like, like that is a great cathartic release and like mm-hmm. that helps let it go. But also there's that's still in the nervous system. It's mm-hmm. a patterned response that the brain thinks that, oh, this is how we've been doing it forever. Like mm-hmm. we're just like, we let it all go. Great. Now we're going to like let it all build back up again in mm-hmm. a month, three months, six years, whatever it is. Like and we're going to have, yeah, the, the whole thing is going to happen. And so we want to break those patterns and develop healthier, more sustainable patterns that help you honestly achieve your goals mm-hmm. and that looks different for everybody mm-hmm. i'm gonna have my yearly cry <laughs> right yeah yeah it's like oh i'm gonna wait until my coach says something that's really mean to me and then i'm just gonna start sobbing about three weeks worth of stuff that bothered me right uh-huh. exactly yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that stuff's crazy that's just crazy so one of the things that i love working with you is that like i from patients that we share that like i didn't even know existed mm-hmm. so like talk to me about like collaborative care when you decide to like outsource that why you decide to outsource that I feel like in general like I personally really value my own health and so I am always dabbling and visiting other providers and going to do things for myself and then sharing it with others both like good and bad like oh I went and tried x y or z and I didn't like it but here are the benefits and here might be a reason somebody else should do it or I love this person they've helped me so much here's a reason why I should do that and I think a lot of times you know like I was working with a patient this morning and she's getting a lot better she has what we call radiculopathy so pain coming out of her neck down her arm and it's drastically better from when she first started coming into the office but it's not where I would want it to be. And I think most chiropractors or people would like laugh at me, like it's been six visits. And I'm like, it's not better. So I'm I'm not satisfied mm-hmm. um, versus other people would be like, well, it will take, you know, 20, 30 visits to get better. Maybe, but I want to help this patient get better as fast as possible. I'm not trying to be selfish in her care and saying like, I'm the only one that can help her. Mm-hmm. Um, so today at her visit, we kind of just talked about like, she has a massage therapist. And I said, have you called her? And she said, no, I haven't really thought to. I said, okay, well, you're really tight. So I think that would be a good first step. And then next step, I would say maybe acupuncture because acupuncture complements chiropractic really well. And then if we're still having trouble and it seems to be more of a strength issue, then like then we can look at PT. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of looking at the, the whole picture and everyone's different. You know, I'll see other people who um, have a lot of trauma in their past and they are very closed off and don't want to talk about it, which is fine I don't necessarily expect people to just like dump and open everything up to me at once but it needs a dress to heal um and so then I'll refer them more to like Chelsea and say like I think you need some energy clearing you need to kind of get in touch with this side of thing so I would say co-treat more often than not and it's with I mean probably upwards of like 20 30 40 providers like Mm -hmm. I I just love connecting people with the people that they're supposed to be with and I think that there's some Mm -hmm. of that like intuitive thing like I just will like be talking to someone. I'm like, have we talked about this person? Because I think that you mm-hmm. need to work with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have multiple massage therapists I refer to. And I couldn't really give you a good reason as to like why I choose this one over this mm-hmm. one sometime. It's just so like you would do really well under their care. And I think that's where you should start next. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of how I've built that up. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Yes. I feel like I'm, I feel like Barney, who's always got like a guy. Oh, yeah. I got a guy for that. Oh, I yeah. got a guy for that. Yes. I feel like I'm the guy guy. It's like, yeah. yep, mm-hmm. a guy and I, oh, a dietitian. Yep. yep. Here's a dietitian. Oh, chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Oh, mm-hmm. energy. Here you go. Like, yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said, because what I find is that by the time somebody actually makes the decision to come to your office, they're coming to you because of a specific thing that's bothering them. But a lot of times what they don't understand is that as you start clearing out that thing, they're like, you know what? I've been dealing with this for a lot longer than I thought I was. Or I was dealing with this, but also 
these other things came back that like I had kind of forgotten about where it's like we might be they go into their specific avenue based on who they think can help with the biggest thing at that moment but really there's a ton of stuff happening in the background that it's like you don't need just a PT or a chiropractor or an energy healer you need all of these different people because you've had so many different avenues of what's been going on that have manifested into this one issue that seems like one issue but really it's a yeah. lot of stuff and I always tell people like pain is typically or any symptom is the last thing to show up and the first thing to go away so mm-hmm. it's kind of like just the fire alarm that the brain is telling you like hey here's the fire so the next step is to put the fire out it doesn't mean you fix the problem we just kind of like turned or toned down the pain signaling and oftentimes the brain will only alert you of like one problem at a time like very rarely do you have like horrific low back pain and neck pain and knee pain all at once like it's it's usually like here is the main issue and then as one thing starts to get better it's like we peel back the layer of the onion like then the next thing shows up and then the next thing shows up and it doesn't mean that you're you're broken or that you're getting worse it's just it's your body it's going through this very in-depth healing process and you have to peel back all these layers to kind of get you back to your core Mm -hmm. or otherwise like everything that you've done to get you to that point is just going to come back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like that a lot because i tell my patients a lot of times when they're like yeah i feel like i'm ready to be on my own i'm like that's great just so you know you are at kind of a I don't want to say, I don't want to be like a fear monger. I don't want to say like treacherous, but you're at a tricky point in the recovery mm-hmm. where the pain is gone. Therefore the motivation's gone. Oh yeah. To like continue with the patterns that you put in place that help the pain go Again, away. I'll go ahead and just, <laughs> I'll just raise my hand over here in the corner. It's fine. And so it's, um, it's one of those things that like helping people get on board, recognizing, I love how you said that. Like it's, it's the, it's the last thing to show up and it's the first thing to go away. It's just that fire alarm because it's so true. There's so much stuff building underneath that once they, people get the pain to go away, they wonder, oh, well, it came back again. It came back again. Well, yeah, because we haven't actually addressed all the things that let it happen to begin with. Yeah. So, like, in our office, we really break our care into three different sections. Mm-hmm. We have, like, the intensive or, like, symptom-based care. So mm-hmm. that's usually a little bit more repetitive. It's more designed at, like, turning off the fire alarm, basically, mm-hmm. like, putting out the fire. And then the next piece is stability care. Like, we have to build stability. And mm-hmm. I think this is the piece where often I co-manage the most because stability is not often just like a one provider thing like Mm -hmm. you know it's usually we have to work on the nervous system we have to work on the muscles we have to work on the strength we have to work on the coordination of things Um, and a lot of that needs to be co-treated with the right people also like the energy piece of it the mindset it all kind of meshes together and then once you're to a place where you're stable that's when we can think of it more as like this wellness maintenance care and that's something in our office that looks different for everybody I see some people weekly I see some people quarterly Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of like you go to the dentist twice a year to get your teeth checked like who is checking in on your spine and nervous system who is checking in to make sure that your brain and body are talking to one another i think it's just something important that we that we do and we should value as a society yeah i think well and i think that there's um i think there has been like some chiropractors out there who have left a bad taste in people's mouth regarding this long-term care And so, like, I'll have patients who are like, well, I just don't want to see them forever. And I tell them, I said, well, this is who I see and this is why. And I see her every single month. And I'm going to continue to see her every single month because every day of my life, life happens. Things happen in my life. I see, I will see a massage therapist. I will see a chiropractor. And I will see my energy healer every single month for the rest of my life as long as my finances allow for it because life happens every day. There's so much input. I can do the physical stuff for myself. And I think of all the different avenues, I probably have the easiest one. I'm probably the easiest one to step out of the picture because 
I can teach people kind of how to, you know, understand how their body works in the physical movements and then they can work with a personal trainer they can contact me if they have an issue but like i wouldn't be able to do adjustments on myself right like right. i mm -hmm. don't know that i would have the skill to do like an energy clearing or understanding how to because i even know like caitlin sees somebody else and stuff like that you know mm -hmm. and so i think there are other avenues and i can use a massage gun but it's not the same as somebody intuitively moving through your body and finding right. this stuff so i think that my profession i can step out of the picture a little bit easier than your guys's is but in general i tell people like life's happening to you every single day mm -hmm. so yeah seeing somebody on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis or a yearly basis or weekly whatever works for you to make sure that that finely tuned machine is working well is going to save you it's a pay me now pay me later situation do right. you want to take care of things now so that you have an easy happy healthy not say easy as in nothing's hard but you can you can address mm -hmm. the hard things well or do you want to let everything build up to the point that now we're dealing with chronic illness, chronic diseases, we're on tons of medications, we're paying out the butt for diabetes medications or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. down the line. Mm -hmm. I choose to live well now and just so. pay the little deposits. Ben always calls them deposits, put deposits in your bank. <laughs> you chose your heart. I chose my you heart. Chose I chose it's my it's heart. It's like my favorite that. quote. But yeah, I mean, you just like, is it hard to take care of yourself now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be much harder probably to take care of yourself later? And mm -hmm. yeah, probably. And so, but I, I always tell patients, you know, you, you're in control of your own health. So if you really only want to come to me so that your symptoms go away, awesome. I'm happy to be on your team. It might take two visits. It might take 12. It might take 20. I don't know. But I'm happy to tell you like when we've met your goal and say, we've completed your goal. Would you like to continue or would you not? And I, I promise you will not hurt my feelings if you say, no, I think I'm okay and I will come back if I have a problem in the future. Um, I'm not I'm not a chiropractor here to scare people. I would rather educate them on how their body works and mm -hmm. how chiropractic can be an asset to them, how it can be an asset to their health and wellness team and not a scared, you know, you mm -hmm. must do this, you must sign up for this payment plan thing and mm -hmm. you're stuck here forever. Like mm -hmm. that's toxic mm -hmm. and that also leads to its own stressors. And when I go to make treatment plans with patients, I always, I give my professional recommendation, but then I say, if this is going to be stressful, I can see you less mm -hmm. or I can see you more. But like this should, coming here should not be a stressor mm -hmm. because if it is, that's defeating the purpose of yeah. coming here. Completely right. counterproductive. I feel like we just led pretty seamlessly into the broken, not broken, right? Mm -hmm. So when we think of Western healthcare, mm -hmm. especially what I was taught about chiropractic in nursing school was the 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 accidents right the people that are coming into the ed after having an adjustment and there's something massively wrong with them right and so we we really foster that that fear and that external fixing that there's someone out there that can fix me rather than going within and healing which is kind of what you're saying is that it's, it's a process it's, it's a growth it's not mm -hmm. about being healed, mm -hmm. which is what people think they want, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and I don't honestly know if you ever are quote healed. Like mm -hmm. your yeah. immune your 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 immune system is always fighting something. Like the weather mm -hmm. is changing. You were around a sick kid. You went you went to the grocery store and you put your hands on the cart. Like mm -hmm. right. there there's stuff around you all the time, and they're supposed to be. Like you're not supposed mm -hmm. you're not going to live in a bubble. Like that's sounds a not fun and b unrealistic. Like yeah. you know you're <laughs> supposed to enjoy your life, and so it's kind of enjoying the journey. And and part of the journey is the healing journey and yep. understanding listen, how to listen to your body and what it's telling you 
And when it when it tells you this, that you know that you need to see your ener energy person. And when it tells you this, you need your PT and, and that type of thing. And I, there's another quote that says something like, if you listen to your body when it whispers, you won't have to hear it scream. And I think that is so, just so true. Like, I just think more people need to kind of take that to heart and follow that. Um, because then you won't show up in, you know, one of our offices and, you know, be right. in this place where you feel like you are so far away from being healed mm -hmm. that you can actually go through the journey when you're in a better place to do so. And it's not as hard for you. Mm -hmm. We talk to my kids about that all the time. Listen to your body when it's whispering so that you don't have to, so don't have to, see, to yell at you. And Aria has a hard time. Um, she has a lot of FOMO. So she like wants to keep being involved, even though she's super, super tired. Mm -hmm. And she's like, my body's telling me I'm tired, but I don't want to go to bed. Oh. <laughs> like, okay, how about I promise nobody's going to have fun until you wake up in the morning. Let's go to bed, you know? So like, just trying to teach them at a young age to like listen to the things that your body's trying to tell you so that we're not, you're not running into the same that type of stuff and in I your 30s. I think it's hard to teach kids that. And I feel like I can say that I was not taught that as a kid. Like, you know, the society in general is just like, hey, put your head down and keep going. And oh, so yeah. it, mm -hmm. it's not even like how listening to your body. It's just, okay, you're tired. Like taking a mental health day from work. Like mm -hmm. that's not a thing until maybe the last couple of years. And oh, even yeah. then some people are like, you're doing what? You know, oh, yeah. it's still very frowned upon. And mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know, just back in the day, at least schools mm -hmm. were not structured in a way to let you listen to your body like Whoa. I don't want to sit anymore I mm -hmm. listening to directions is hard like I don't know it's just maybe it's different now I don't have kids in school so I'm not like in the know as mm -hmm. much but I do think that that's part of where some of this comes from is childhood like mm -hmm. we yeah, just absolutely. aren't taught how to do it we're fitting we're we're raised as a child to fit into society's mm -hmm. box to fit into society's rigid expectations mm -hmm. and that is all that we are allowed to tune our nervous system to because everything outside of that is is sure sudden death mm -hmm. right that's yeah. what we have perceived from our parents mm -hmm. and so you you go through your own trials and tribulations and struggles and you try to stay in that box and that's what ends up making you burn out and exhausted yeah. and not listening until your body is actually screaming at you and you are bedridden mm -hmm. and can't function, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I think it's super interesting that you say that pain is the first thing that typically brings people to you because I didn't come for pain, actually. I, we had already made a pretty big I would mm -hmm. say a very large impact into the pain that I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. So when I came to you, it was really, really incredible for me to feel the difference in my physical body and how easy it was to activate muscles that previously mm -hmm. had been so difficult, mm -hmm. so, so difficult. And it, I remember actually this one breakthrough where I came in to Allison and I was like, hold on, you have to watch me do all of these exercises. Mm -hmm. The very first exercises she ever gave me, I'm like, I need you to watch me and make sure I'm doing them right because <laughs> I didn't have a mirror. You know, I'm like, I, it doesn't feel the same. I don't know. And she's like, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this, this is what happens when your brain and your body communicate. And yeah. I was just, I was floored. Yeah. Was floored. And I think in our office, I think more people don't come for pain because we really are a very referral-based practice mm -hmm. and people then firsthand experience like, gosh, I slept better, my energy's better, I don't get sick anymore, like mm -hmm. I can activate mm -hmm. muscles, I can run yeah. better, I can do all of the things better, I want everyone in my family to experience this. Mm -hmm. But in general with chiropractors, like mm -hmm. if you talk to any, not any, most medical doctors, most physical therapists, mm -hmm. um, 
most people, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you go to the chiropractor you have pain. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't – and it's okay. It's just it's not – it's not understood. It's not, yeah. not every chiropractor practices like this. Right. So it's very much what sets our office apart. And I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're proactive instead of being reactive. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Western medicine is reactive. Very mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying is this holistic area yeah. really has the ability to be proactive and get to the root of the problem. Absolutely. And there's there's absolutely a place for modern, like, absolutely. You know, your reactive medicine. Like, yep. you know, their ERs for are sure. wonderful, nurses are great. Like, I'm so thankful for each of them. I just think we all need to. A, know how to stay in our lane a little bit better, but B, know how to know when our, our lanes need to merge. And that mm-hmm. is something I think a lot of, you know, they don't teach you that in school, mm-hmm. no. ever. No. Um, it's very much, I, and I, at least in chiropractic school, like this is what you do as a chiropractor and this is what nurses do and why we don't like them. And this is what PTs do and why yes. we don't like them. Mm-hmm. Very competitive, yes. mm-hmm. um, very like dog eat dog, mm-hmm. not like how can we build a healthier society? And who's right? Mm-hmm. Yes, who's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember taking a test even, like, the difference between, like, a DO and an MD and just, like, where their philosophies were different. And I just was like, why does this matter? Like, why? It it doesn't, actually. Like, it should all be about how, like, if you're a provider and you're not asking how can we make the wellness of the society better, like, are you really doing a good job or good service to the people you are working with? Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. Mic drop. Well, because, like, when we were working together, our biggest barrier was that, like, yeah, the pain was under control, but mm-hmm. you were still getting totally burnt out by your oh, shifts. Yeah. And it was like your body would just be exhausted. Exhausted. And so we were super stalled out in any level of strengthening. Functional yeah. strengthening was just not happening because there was like, no energy for it. Um, and what we would try to do, it just felt like we couldn't get past a certain point. And then when she started working with you, then all of a sudden she's doing pike-ups on the ball. She's, like, doing power yoga, went kayaking. She told me about kayaking. I was like, who are you? You know? So it was like all of a sudden now her body could actually use the strength it had, mm-hmm. which was huge. Now, I could have been a stubborn PT and been like, strengthening is my arena. I need to be able to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was – it just didn't make sense, you know? It was time to get a new approach. And I think that – I think you are incredibly good at what you're what you do. I think Thanks. you're incredibly do, good at what you do. Thank and you. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but I think I'm pretty dang good at what I do. Absolutely. And sometimes somebody's body needs a different approach. Yeah. And absolutely. it's just how it is. And it's not I don't take it as an insult and I know neither of you take it as an insult <laughs> and it makes me feel so much better knowing that I have a resource yeah. as to who's going to get that person there. Absolutely. I don't have to solve I don't have to fix anybody. I don't have to solve anybody's problems because I know that I know enough people that can help that person. Yeah, I actually remember saying to you that the reason why I was going to see Nicole, not anything for my body, I was trying to make your job easier. (laughs) I said that. I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess I should probably, I should probably go see Nicole so I can make your job easier. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. I get it now. Uh huh. This makes so much sense. And I'm just like, I don't think you understand. I have a whole new body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a whole new body. And we, we just brought a new doctor in our office, Dr. Mm-hmm. Courtney, who mm-hmm. Grace met today. And she, one of the first things she said was, you know, patients be like, oh, do you have a recommendation for pillows? Do you have a recommendation for this? Mm-hmm. And like a different provider. And she was like, 
you have a provider or a thing for everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I do. And like part of her training and onboarding is to go Zoom and have lunch or coffee and Mm -hmm. meet all of my connections, but to make her own. And Mm -hmm. so she made herself a goal by the Mm -hmm. time she starts treating people in a couple of months that she wants to have three connections that I don't have. Um, I love that. That's a great goal. But I was like, you know, it's okay. Like, but I, it, that's like how we built our practice is mm-hmm. just getting in touch with other like-minded providers who understand and, and value this collaborative type care. Mm-hmm. Cause I really see myself as a guide. Like I'm not fixing anybody. Mm-hmm. I am talking to the body. I am guiding it. I am guiding the, mm-hmm. the patient in front of me in terms of like, this is what I think you need to do to continue on that next step of your healing journey. Maybe it's another adjustment. Maybe it's not another adjustment. And it's just kind of figuring all of that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. It is. So Nicole, yes. since you are so amazing, and now that you have another doctor working with you who is going to be learning your amazing ways, and people are going to be like scrambling to come and see you, how do people get a hold of you? Um, Instagram is somewhere we're really, really active. So it's a great place where we have lots of free information. Um, but we also send out a weekly newsletter called the Rise Weekly Wrap Up. I try to give some health tips, but also lots of just like fun, practical ways that you can live a healthier lifestyle for you and your family. So that goes out every Sunday. So that's another great resource. We also have a lot of info on our website just about more about what chiropractic is, how we operate as an office, who we work with, and um, just ways to book and that type of stuff too. Awesome. So your newsletter, can you sign up for that on your website? Yeah. So there's a link on the website for it and we can attach the link in the show notes. And there's also on our website, a whole library of resources. There's like 10 guides of just different things, everything from like journaling prompts to um, meditation ideas to meal prep guides um, and movement strategies. So lots of good things in there that come with the newsletter. I love how you're just like elevating the entire like health and wellness of our city. She's like, guys, I got this. Yeah. Cool. Hop, on, hop on my back. I'll just carry hop you guys on. to a better world. No problem. Great guide. I'm not carrying anybody. <laughs> I'm a guide. That She's is like, so I'm not doing the heavy lifting. No. I was very clear. Yes. yes. I love There's that. that boundary. I love the boundaries. Hey. So that's what we're going to have to get you on next yeah. time. So next time, <laughs> stay tuned for Nicole's uh, second episode where we discuss boundaries. Boundaries. And how wonderful how she is How to set them with yourself them. and the people around you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then not freak out as a result of the impact because it's scary it is but it's worth it it's so worth it it's it pays back in so many ways absolutely thank you so much for coming we are just thrilled to have you and you know thrilled to have you in our lives as well Mm -hmm. i'm so grateful that allison connected us Mm -hmm. and we are able to really impact people in such a profound way Mm -hmm. together because that just makes it so much better it It does yes thanks for having me i had a blast as always so thank you Thanks for tuning in and joining us for this important conversation on intuitively listening to your body's signals and treating pain from all the necessary angles. You can check out the show notes below for more information on Nicole's wholehearted practice, Rise Chiropractic, as well as links to how you can get in touch with our hosts and join our growing community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to The Healing Art of Being You on your favorite listening platform and leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us as it helps us to bring you more valuable insight in the future. Thank you all for listening and coming along on this journey to healing and abundance. Until next time, love and light.